Guidelines for Heartful Living Maxim 9 In 2017 and 18, seekers from all over the globe gathered at Kana Shantivanam, the world's largest heartfulness center near Hyderabad in India. They came together to intensify their practice of meditation and also deepen their understanding of 10 guidelines for daily living that form an integral part of the heartfulness movement. These 10 maxims were written in the 1940s by the great spiritual scientist Ramchandra of Shahjahanpur, affectionately referred to as Babuji. They were the result of Babuji's lifelong spiritual practice, observation of the vibratory patterns of nature and direct experience under the tutelage of his guide, Lalaji Maharaj. Babuji offered a simple method called Sehejmar or the natural path as a means for spiritual evolution. A heart-based meditation practice assisted by yogic transmission. The sessions at Kana Shantivanam were conducted by Kamlesh Patel or Daji global guide of the heartfulness movement. behavior and way of living to such a high order as to rouse a feeling of love and piety in others. Creation is the work of God. However, it is up to us what we make of ourselves in His creation. Our behavior is what makes us. We all share similar physical characteristics, but our way of living, of Yavhara, varies greatly. A lump of clay may arouse certain feelings in us. However, a lamp or a pot made from the same lump of clay will arouse a different set of feelings. Our liking for what is essentially the same material is increased. So too, even though all humans are the same, some can better arouse feelings of love and piety in others. It is all a question of behavior. Behavior and way of living. Now, what do we understand by way of living? The way we live, how we interact with each other, how we converse with each other, 
how we live in a particular environment, how we dress, the kind of perfume you wear or don't wear, the way you your body language reflects, the way you look on others, the way you look on beggars, so many things. It tells everything about us, the way we conduct ourselves, overall lifestyle. This also means the way we live, we conduct our lifestyle should not create envy or jealousy in others. That means simplification to very minimal. It has nothing to do with sleeping on the trees. It has everything to do with simplifying ourselves so as it becomes easier to imbibe our divine nature. And when we go down to that level of bare minimal, total simplicity, then it is possible to arouse this feeling of, you know, piety and love in others. This is a very high goal actually. If you, if you ponder over this, Babaji says that our behavior should arouse a kind of love and piety in others. He is not talking of arousing love and piety in yourself. No doubt, you cannot arouse something in others unless and until you yourself have it. But your level will have to be higher than of being pious or being in absolute love with God. It will not be enough. The things move from higher to lower. If the higher purity has to move into someone and create a state of piety in others, means that flow will have to be from the high to lower. The word piety, it is derived from pietas, P-I-E, T-A-S, it's a Latin word. From which the two words have come up, piety, pious, and it further goes on to become purity. Pietas, P-I-E-T-A-S, also has another meaning in Latin, means dutifulness. My duties. If I maintain, if I am able to fulfill my duties, Yavara, duty, what is my duty at this moment with the environment, the place I am at, whether that place belongs to my friend or to my relatives, or the environment that I dwell in, in an industry, in an office, in a farm. How my presence can contribute to this? If I fail in my duties, others will not even have a respect, forget love and forget piety.
सो बाबू जी हियर इज टॉकिंग ऑफ एट ए हायर लेवल ऑफ व्यवहार इट मस्ट रेजोनेट फ्रॉम अवर हार्ट दैट रेजोनेंस मस्ट बी क्रिएटेड इन सच अ वे दैट अदर पर्सन इज नॉट हर्ट बिकॉज ऑफ अवर लाइफ स्टाइल अदर पर्सन इज नॉट हर्ट द वे वी स्पीक द वे वी इग्नोर द वे वी यू नो इवन स्माइल समटाइम यू हैव अ स्माइल बट यू हैव ट्राइंग टू इंसल्ट समवन it has to be very simple bare minimal the molding of our behavior has to happen organically from the inside we cannot force it or pretend our true behavior is that which comes naturally without effort can i cultivate piety purity and make a show it cannot happen there are many swamis and sadhus doing tikka and wear all kinds of clothes and roam around all over india they don't create piety in us you try to wear a dhoti like babuji maharaj and walk around you do you think you'll be able to create love of his order through us wearing those clothes no we'll have to imbibe his condition in us we'll have to create his total environment that he carried in himself i'll have to equally create that environment in myself inner environment see this cannot be copied i'll have to create authentic relationship with my maker or with your own conscience are you happy with your conscience whatever you do analyze how can i receive the gift that he carried within himself that inner environment only when i become a perfect receptacle and how do i become the receptacle so that i can receive all that he has i become to become perfect vacuum i do do thorough cleaning on myself cleaning is an integral part of the heartfulness practice Every evening it is suggested to sit with your eyes closed and make a prayerful subtle suggestion that all complexities and impurities within us are going away in the form of smoke from our back and the vacuum so created is being filled with divine reality piety that arises in us from within our heart which comes from beyond while we empty ourselves while we are remaining prayerful while we remain receptive can become permanent fixture in ourselves 
piety cannot be practiced. Purity cannot be practiced. Divinity cannot be practiced. We can become pious, we can become pure, we can become divine again. But you cannot practice these things. We can go further than just the goal of arousing love and piety in fellow human beings. We can mold our behavior and way of living to such a high order that we draw God's attention. Thus, when we approach God, even He looks upon us differently. What is the day-to-day -day practical application of this maxim? Every moment, I think, it's, it covers our entire existence, actually. First maxim, do your puja and forget about it. Last maxim, offer your prayer and forget about it. But this particular maxim, what we discussed yesterday, was also like that. Have your food in remembrance of God. You have it and forget about the rest, rest of your day. But this particular maxim applies to every little facet of our existence. You are invited to meditate on the maxim, to reach a personal understanding of it. Internalize the words so that hidden facets and nuances of meaning may unfold within. Practice it so that its efficacy can be genuinely witnessed. <laughs> 